but I, that's my thing. For I, I never had hopes and dreams of playoffs this year. Everything that I've always said is that this team is three years, four years out of where to when they get in the next three years in a couple more drafts, Sean and I have talked about this, then this team will be able to really see. But with the young talent right now. It's the future. Down and distance. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Down the Distance. Jared Payton alongside my man, Sean Davis, SD2Mikes on Twitter. I'm at PaytonSun, WGNRadio.com, associated with the arena. Yeah, that's the affiliates. Follow everything on DADPod on Twitter. We appreciate you guys for tuning in, watching through the live stream on Facebook. But the Bears get their... First win of the season, beating the Lions 17-14. to 14. Now, Sean and I, we got to break it down because there are a lot of topics to talk about when we talk about this past Sunday as the Bears get their first win. First win in a long time, especially at home, Sean. These dudes can't win at home. Now they show us they can win at home. Let's break down why they won yesterday. This Bears defense came out to play, and we got to touch on that, plus the offense – they did something that they haven't done in a long time, and that's run the football. So let's start it off there, right? So let's start it off with the running game. There's a big reason why you have to be able to run the football, and if you do run the football, it opens up your passing game. It opens up what I saw the Bears were able to do yesterday and to with a bootleg and stretch guys out have the the crossing route coming across or the man, whether it was the tight end staying on for a little bit, pretend like he was blocking, getting out to the flat. It's what this game does, which really changes the dynamics of what you can do offensively when you can run the football game. So that's that's what I wanted to do. And And I wanted Dow Loggins to be able to figure out how to run the football. Can, can, can we just really just establish the run? And I know you've been down in games. I, I get it. I totally, totally understand. You're down in football games. You don't want to be able to run the football. You want to pass. I get that. But this Bears team really had no identity, and they've been trying to search for an identity. So if you search for an identity, especially with an offensive line that was patched together from the beginning of the season, the one thing that they feel comfortable with is running the football. You ask any offensive lineman what they enjoy doing, they love running the football. Pass blocking is great as well. I get that. But that takes time. That takes time in practice. It takes time also in games to get those reps. But to run the football, if you can do that effectively, man, it changes the game. And Jordan Howard showed me something that I haven't seen. He showed me that he can he, – he is not just the future – he is the now for the Chicago Bears. What did I text you? He's He is the now. What did I text you in the morning before I came down here to cover the Bears and Blackhawks and before you went to Soldier? What did I text you? What was the question? Was he going to get 100 yards? And I said, I he can get 100 yards, but it's going to take this offense really, really just committing to the run. And I didn't think that they would do that. That's the reason why I thought that they would lose. We'll get into that. Yes. We'll get into that. We have a caller on the line, but I want to get into pro football focus. They said the Bears' offensive line was just average yesterday. I'm, I'll, so we'll I'll take, talk about that. But I'll take average. Cody though. Whitehair with his first negative game on the season. 
having to go up against a legendary nose tackle in the loading. Not a, so I, we'll, we'll get into that, that. That's not easy. All right, uh, let's uh, let's Line jump one. off. Line one. You know what? Let me, let me dead let me dead these mics real quick. Who we got on line one? Uh, I guess it's me, it's Maurice Jones. How you doing? What's up, Maurice? Man, thank you for calling in, man. What what's your take on the game yesterday, man? Well, first of all, I want to say, uh, man, your dad was one of the greatest to ever play the game, man. It's Jared, right? Yes, sir. This is me. Yeah, yeah. Your dad was one of the greatest to ever play the game. Play the game, man. One of the greatest, man. Blessed to see him at a young age, see him play. Um, I can't say one thing. Uh, I stay right down here where they had a training camp for the Bears every year. I feel that Lovey Smith should have never left the Bears, man. He brought a, a new sense of grind hard-nosed football to the Chicago Bears team. And also, uh, I feel like the Bears, like you said, the Bears are searching for an identity. You know, they've been searching for an identity for years. And also for us not to have consistency in our coaching staff and the things that are going on with the Bears, period, it, it, it shows a lack of, to me, trust in the front office. Like, I feel like they need to take, have a trust in the coaches and have a trust to, to go out there and get the players that we need to get the Bears back to the, to the front and the forefront of being a dominant team in the NFL. We've always been known for having a solid defense and a solid run game, a very dangerous run game. We've had great backs in the past, but it seems that we seem to lose interest and start going away from what made the Chicago Bears, Chicago Bears, hard-nosed, grinding, running the ball, football. And I feel that anybody that, that's ever played the game on, on any level or loved the game will understand where I'm coming from and say the Bears need to start grinding out, take the pressure off of, off our um, quarterbacks and, and, and make it easy for our quarterback to make decisions on the field, grind the ball out, keep the offensive line going, Keeping everybody healthy and just ran out and running the ball. All right, so Maurice, listen, man, let, let, you you had a lot there, so I gotta I gotta try to figure this out. So first and foremost, you were talking about Lovey Smith. I love Lovey to death. We've had him on this podcast. I'm so glad he's at Illinois, but everything happens for a reason. He, yes, it does. Yeah, right, he he had to leave for a reason, even with the season on his final season. What he did, I mean, you're talking about double digit wins, and you still get the axe. Well. Things change. John Fox right now, to me, is he's one of these guys that it's a good buffer for whatever's going to come next down the line. I mean, he, he was brought here for, for a reason to be able to put things kind of back together. What they were left with him and Ryan Pace, there was pieces. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> there, was, there was pieces to the puzzle. Uh, yeah. But it was puzzles from all different, you know, when your kids come into the living room and they put a puzzle and they bring it out and they go, well, this piece ain't supposed to be here. This is for another yeah. puzzle. That's what yeah. they were left with. So what they've had to do is transition to really take this organization and this roster, make it their own. And there's a lot of young talent. So what we have to do is we have to be able to watch this young talent, see it blossom, watch it grow. And if we can watch it grow, we can maybe start seeing the fruit of, you know, grow off of some of these vines hopefully down the line and sean and i will definitely talk about that uh in a couple of minutes but appreciate you calling man no problem jerry you guys have a blessing man take care so that's just the the thing man we always we got the line open man the line is open 
644-4110. Call us right now. We're taking phone calls. It doesn't matter where you're from. Call us. We'll take your phone calls. But, Sean, back to the running game, right? Yeah. There's no, there's, there's, there's no argument. There's no question anymore. This is what happens sometimes when, when, you, when injuries happen. Guys step up. And they show what they're worth. And when the door is open, not only do they need to step through the door, and I told Jordan Howard this yesterday, he he broke down the door of showing what he can do. And I think over time, and I'm not crowning him as this going to be this next great Bears back, but he has the potential to do something that we haven't seen here in Chicago for a long time. Love Matt Forte. And what Matt gave you was the ability to not only just run outside, but he could catch passes if you needed him to. He was an all-around guy, but one of his weaknesses, and I don't know if there was a weakness or this Bears offense or the organization didn't want to go this way, but to run between the tackles wasn't what he was built for. That's not what he was – he wasn't – a lot of his more successful runs, when you see a lot of stuff was to the outside. Get him in space, let him do what he does – and he'll make plays. We've missed, we've missed for a long period of time somebody that can run in between the tackles. And I wrote this in my presser. It's coming out. It actually should be out in a little bit on WGNRadio.com. You look at what Jeremy Langford could give you, right? He was He's great. And I said, if you look at what John Fox did in his old Denver days, I think that Jeremy Langford would fit well into what John Fox was doing in a, in a previous organization, like in Denver, running the stretch play, trying to figure it out, you know, getting there, making one cut, getting upfield. But in between the tackles, man, it's, 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 it's not his game. And, um, you know, trying to see what Jordan Howard has in store, he gave me that yesterday. He runs hard every single play. Anytime he gets the rock, he, he, he whatever, he, and just imagine he's going to be able to uh, to keep getting better. We'll get back to Jordan Howard. We got to take another another phone call. I think we got Adam from Maine on the line. Adam from Maine. Adam, what's going on, man? No way. Is this really Jared Payton, man? <laughs> yeah, man, it's really me. I'm sitting here. What's going on? Oh, dude, this is like a dream come true, man. I watched your college career when you were the Titans. I mean, dude, I, I I can't believe I'm talking to you right now. I'm a Biggest Bear fan in Maine. Everybody knows me as Bearhead, dude. And uh, I'm starstruck right now. Sorry, man. I loved your old man, and I cried for a week, dude, when everything happened. Well, anyway, um, wow, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I just, I'm really impressed. I mean, I, I, I've been kind of putting my stuff away. I guess I'm just a better fan, 0-3, but I watched a little bit yesterday, and I really love this new kid, man. I think he's great. I think if we can get a quarterback to settle down, um, hopefully Kevin White comes back. I really think we can well, I'll tell you what, it's, I don't want to go too overboard, all right? I don't want to say Not that, you no, know, I, I, I don't want to say that this team is back because last week I posted my presser and it was basically asking God to please bring back the team that I love so much, right? And so I wrote Amen. it again saying that, listen, not that they're back, but the, what we wanted to see was 
some of this young talent making plays and 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 being out on the football field and not making plays and get a win so you can really start to see that these guys are making are, are shining a little bit because there is there's talent here we don't know a lot about it especially Sean exactly. and my co-host and I are going to talk about in a second about that defensive backfield but it's a lot of young talent that hasn't been on the football field for a long period of time when you talk about in the NFL and they need time to get better and it's going to take it's going to be a process and I think if we can sit back relax and you know get some wins like we got yesterday it will make it a lot easier to to watch this process go along without you know tanking or losing and making you feel like oh, I can't watch this team. Yesterday it was fun watching them play. Yesterday it was, and I agree. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think a lot of it is just getting that youth out there. And what really struck me as, yeah, obviously being a Bears fan, we have our ups and downs. But to see the team not give up, you know what I mean? To see them strive and say, "Hey guys, who cares? Zero and three, let's rock!" And and they really. I think they opened up a lot of, of eyes of, of just the heart they have, you know. Um, but I'll let you keep talking, dude. Uh, such a pleasure to talk to you. God bless, man. I'm Jared Payton. That's awesome. Rock on, brother. Go Bears, baby. Hey, yeah. God bless you, man. And call back next week. We'll definitely be here. Same, same place, place, same time. time. All right, man. So it's it's so crazy. Phone lines are open. 312-644-4110. Yes. You can call in. It's on there as well in the description. Call in and talk to us, man, if you're a Bears fan or if you just want to say hello. We don't care. Sean, I've been talking so much. I know you have something to say, man. No, getting back to the running game, uh, we were talking about how the Bears' offensive line graded out yesterday. According to Pro Football Focus, Cody Whitehair, who had been in the positive for the first three games of his career at center, after being moved there within a week of the start of the regular season and – pretty much the entire preseason he was working at guard. So for him to come in and do that, his first negative game facing Haloti Nada, who is a legendary, legendary nose tackle. The running game got an average grade according to pro football focus. So was it the purpose of the running game and the mindset that it established to the Detroit Lions that allowed Brian Hoyer to throw for over 300 yards? Or was it something that you think we can build on the Chicago Bears, that is, because I'm not on the field. It's something they can build on moving on into Indianapolis and further on into the season. I mean, is this something? And it's funny because we saw him in Dallas, and we saw, I guess, the inkling or the possibilities. Just like the first two games, you saw the inkling and possibilities, and you could talk about this as a running back, with Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. And and you said he needs to slow – down, but he needs he's slowed he, down. They're, they're and pressing Jordan so Howard much. seems to have he's, a natural ability just to run at the right. All right he so listen. So hold on, hold on. Is he I, not? I, he's the hold, same guy hold, hold that Fox up. tried to get here in free agency. Yes, but hold. On. I, I said something today in my presser. We got we got to take this phone call. Real Let's quick. get to hold it. On. Oh shoot! I think. Oh, you got it. Caller. Who who we got on the line? Hello. Hello. Who? Anybody on the line? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Who is this? Oh, this is uh, Mike. Uh, I'm just trying to talk to Jared. Say what's up, Mike. What's going on, man? This is Jared Pate, man. Good to talk to you. Oh man, it's good to talk to you. Uh, yeah, I was the one uh, screaming, "Don't, uh, don't come back, Cuddy," you know. And uh, just really happy to have this Bears victory month. I'm over here in San Diego. You know, I've been trying to hold it down in the barber shops. You know, excited about Bears season. But you know, we uh, 
I'm not sure when's the next time we're going to be on national TV. We lost two straight weeks uh, national TV to two rookie quarterbacks. You know, they have pretty thick skin as a Bears fan, as a Chicago fan overall, you know. Did you hey, take Mike, a, hey, Mike, listen. Shot of tequila after me, the game yeah, yesterday? you know what? Yeah, I need you to do me a favor while you're out there in San Diego, man. Tell I, tell Rivers I need to get he, need to step up his game a little bit for my fantasy team, man. Oh, man, you have no idea. Like, that's Charger style over here. Like, it's so funny the connection San Diego has to Chicago since I moved over here in 05. It has a weird connection, you know? We, we had that one game. They were 14-2, and two, and then we made it to the Super Bowl. We met in week one, and since then, both teams hasn't really been the same since, like, 06, 07. And then it's now – they always lose in Chargers – I'm sorry to call it Chargers style. And, like, Bear, the Bears, especially when the Lions had that kickoff return for a touchdown, I looked at my friends like, this is what it's like to be a Bears fan. Like, there's always something going on. Like, we always have a little bit of drama, heartbreak, and stuff like that. You know, and Rivers, yeah, you know, he has a lot of heart. He plays he, – he loves football. You know, I, I love him as a quarterback. You know, he's not, you know, I wish, I know I wish Cutler had his moxie and stuff like that, you know. Uh, um, but, yeah, they, they start, they're, they're losing pretty badly. Hey, Michael, man, I appreciate you calling, man. We'll be on here next week, man. Just give us a call back anytime. But we're about to talk about the quarterback situation because a lot of people here in Chicago are talking about is there a controversy? And I want to get a, ahead of it just to give my opinion before I've seen everybody else reporting here in Chicago. But appreciate you calling, man. Tell everybody at the barbershop we said what's up. All right, Jared. Thank you. Don't come back, Cuddy. Cuddy. Appreciate you, man. Um, Yeah, it, it's crazy. So, Mike – I saw that post of his on here, and I, I just started laughing because— Don't come back, Cuddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen so many people talk about, well, Brian Hoyer is the backup. Don't give me this, and don't give me that. He's just a backup. He's just this. That Cuddy gives you a better chance to win. You know what, man? It, for right now, when you think about this team and where they are, uh, and especially offensively, the last two weeks I've seen— uh, seen a better output and I know it's against the the Cowboys defense and we're talking about the the Detroit defense as well but still I th- I feel like we're seeing this team taking steps forward yo I I feel I love taking these hey this call calls. is this call is from LA man. from LA yeah oh man yeah. Who, who's calling from LA hey man it's Jay Washington <laughs> Jay Wash what up man what up Jay what up, Sean? <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, man, I had to, I had to call y'all, first of all, from La La Land to say what's up to my boys. Secondly, I think the team is young, and everybody wants to count them out early, and we keep forgetting the coach that we have in Fox who has to see what he has in a young team. Injuries don't help at all either because the people you want to rely on are gone. Now, granted, no one wants cutting the back. We we get it. But we can't say Brian Hoyer is a definite and guaranteed starter for the Bears, you know. But who's out there for the Bears to grab? So it's like we got to deal with what we got, in a sense. Now, as far as the secondary for the Bears, defensive-wise, we just need to pray and bless Earl on the whole soldier field. The running game, everybody believed we were just going to be super solid after losing Matt Forte, and it's like, yeah. Now, yes, Brian Hoyer put 300 in the air. 
will he repeat will he repeat that performance is the biggest thing we worry about, you know? Well well oh, Jay Wash, I, I get it. And I'm not saying that Brian Hoyer is the is the heir apparent or he is the future, but for right now, it, it seems right now, and we all know it's been what, eight years? Jay Cutler's been here. His mm-hmm. Last year we saw improvement, and it was what's crazy for me is that we saw improvement with not having Eddie Royal for most of the season and not having Alshon Jeffrey as well. So we're talking about two guys that were out extended amounts of time. So he was he was more efficient. I think the offense was a, as much as they try to keep it the same. It was different. Jay doesn't need to make a lot of decisions. He needs to get the ball out of his hand real quick. Let guys make plays. What what Hoyer does, which is so different, he commands that offense. I'm not saying he's a better quarterback. I'm not saying he has more intangibles than Jay Cutler. I think Jay Cutler is a, a better quarterback. But I watched with my own eyes at Soldier Field yesterday. I watched this dude change protections. I saw him. I saw him take time to get people where they needed to go. And with that position comes leadership. I'm not saying that Jay is not the best leader. Is he the best communicator? I don't think so. I don't know if you can call him the best communicator. I don't know if he's a leader. People say he's a leader in the locker room. But communicator, at that position, you have to be. Sometimes with younger guys around or figuring guys out, you have to have a voice. And right now, for this Bears offense, not long term, but right now, Brian Hoyer might give you the best chance to win right now. Okay, so would that be the case? That be the case. That's cool. Brian Hoyer gives you that shot now. Now here's the question: Does Brian Hoyer put the Bears in where they need to be at minimum, a playoff position? But I, that's my thing. For I, I never had hopes and dreams of playoffs this year. Everything that I've always said is that this team is three years, four years out of where to when they get in the next three years. In a couple more drafts, Sean and I have talked about this. Then this team will be able to really see. But with the young talent right now, we this is we we just got to watch these guys grow. And so they're going to have mistakes. It's going to be a lot of mistakes. We're going to see guys, and you hit it on on the head, not having certain guys out there like Pernell McPhee or not having Danny Trevathan. Man, that hurts mm-hmm. you. That hurts you because that stunts the growth. Of not having Pernell out there stunts the growth of of Leonard Floyd because of what he would be able to do with having another guy that was so dominant. So it changes how this team has to play. But now you have to thrust in there a bunch of young guys and say, listen, go ahead and play. Now go back to my days at Miami. People always say, what made you guys so great? Well, young guys had to step in and play in critical situations. They had to play in Florida State games. They had to play uh, against Florida. And they were thrown in the fire and they made mistakes. But then when the next year came around, that second year, that third year, those guys were bona fide starters and stars because they had to be thrown in the fire earlier. That's what I see what's happening with this team right now. I don't know. I don't know. Down the line, do we have stars in this secondary? I think we have some guys that can play. But only way that they're going to get better is in real game situations because you don't hit in practice no more. You, you don't yeah, hit in practice. True. You you wear you you wear spiders. You don't you don't even really knock up against anybody. So what you're only really getting is experience in the game, and that's what these young guys are doing. So at least this Sunday show, this past Sunday showed me that we have some things to build on as we're trying to build for the future. Okay, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that from you. I'll take that. I appreciate you, Jay Wash, man. You know we got to get you off the line because we got more people calling, but we love you, bro. 
Love y'all back, bro. Y'all keep doing what y'all do. Sir. Yes, sir. All right, right. man. Jay Wash hitting us up, man. All the way out in LA. Give us a call. 312-644-4110. I'm afraid to give out more numbers, dude. I feel like if we do that, it's just going to be flooded, but it's all good. How Go were you impressed with the tackles yesterday? Much maligned offensive line, especially when it came to pass protection. Look, I'll be honest. I thought they were really bad against Philadelphia. I thought they were okay against the Texans. I think they had one bad quarter, quarter and a half, that weren't really good against the Texans. I think they gave Jay Cutler opportunities to actually go ahead and make some plays early in that game and get more points. They weren't able to do it. They ended up relinquishing the lead. I mean, the defense had the lead. Yeah, no. Going in late into the third quarter. So, I, I would Hello? that game against Philly. The game against Philly was one thing. Yeah. But the offensive line hasn't been terrible. They haven't been terrible, but we'll get to that real quick. We got somebody on the line. Who is this? It's Frank. Frank, where you calling from, man? Waukegan, Illinois. What's going on, man? You, I, I, I know you got a take on this Bears game yesterday. Give me, give me something that we can talk about. I got something really good. I feel like the Bears, the Cutler, the Cutler situation. Now, do you feel like Cutler has a more chance, or do you feel like Hoyer has a better chance of getting the team to a playoffs this year? Well, I never – I wasn't saying that this team was a playoff yeah, team. We're not going to the playoffs. No, I, so I never. I no, never no. We're not, I know we're not going to the playoffs, but if you would sit there and say if there was somebody, because there's a lot of naysayers saying, "Oh, Cutler, he's done for. He should. We never should have signed him." Well, how do you feel about that? Well, this is this is the deal. Uh, over time, it doesn't matter if we're talking about football or we're talking about life in general. You give somebody opportunities, and they regardless if they're successful or not. But over time, you start seeing you're getting almost the same result. It takes you down a certain path where you have the naysayers that are like they're done with him. I, I've always respected Jay Cutler as um, as a person. Um, as a, Anytime I had a chance to be around him, always very, very nice. Um, I always say you can criticize him as a football player if you would like, but you can't criticize his toughness. The dude is a, is a tough dude, but – it comes down to a certain point where, like, you know, a relationship where it comes to that point where it just it just doesn't work anymore. I think we're at yes. that. I think we're at that point with Jay. Yes. I, think it, I think it's time to start moving on to the future. They've already done that with this entire roster already of giving away yes. guys that you wouldn't even think about, right? Brandon Marshall, um, Marcellus Bennett, I mean, Matt Forte. I mean, they are really shaping <laughs> yes. this 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 roster to what they want. So. To me, it just seems only right that, listen, if you're not going to be good for the next three, four years, that gives you an opportunity this year to go get a quarterback that you believe can be that next guy and really groom them over time. And this is going to be a situation where Bears fans are going to have to sit and be patient. And wait. Yeah, they're going to have to be patient yeah. and wait. And, and, and you have no. to, you're going to have to trust. You're going to have to trust in Ryan Pace. And I know right now a lot of people are having a hard time doing that, not with – not with the, mm-hmm. the the later picks, Sean. I think a lot of these guys, they're having a problem with the, fir- the first round picks of not seeing maybe the production of yeah. guys, what they're supposed to do. And I think that's where people are more upset with of well, because think, first think, round picks, they want to see more of that. Like last year with Kevin White. 
He didn't even play one game, and they picked him up in the first round with the first pick in the first round. I get you. I get you. Sean, go I ahead. Mean, I, can't, I can't blame. There are a lot of people that get drafted in the first round that get injured. Yeah, it happens. In training yeah. camp. That yeah. happens. 2014 will go down as the tor- turning point where things got worse oh, yeah. for this organization. You gave Jay Cutler yeah. money. You drafted Kyle Too Fuller. Much. You drafted Kyle Fuller. You passed up on the opportunity to get Derek Carr late in the first round. He was there. Mm-hmm. And that draft in 2014 was subpar. I believe that was oh, the last, yeah. that was the last draft last draft for Emory. Yes. The last season for Trestman. Yes. That's yep. that's why we're here today. That's one thing from January to April positive. of 2014, where you gave Cutler that money, you could have made the decision right then. Because this is what everybody said. Who else do we have? Yes. And that's that's what I always try to tell people. There's nobody else in the in the free agent right now that we could pick up and be like, hey, we'll just bring him to this offense, let him run it through how he wants to run it. There's no, there's no quarterback right now that could do that. All right. So the one is... player that I did have hope on was Connor Shaw. Mm. He did have, he did have something going. And another thing about yesterday, I'll let you guys go back to your live show. But another thing about yesterday, I loved the DBs. I loved them all. I loved the, I loved Deion Bush. I loved the way the De, uh, DeAndre Hall was playing and Jacoby going. All right, man. Well, listen, the way we, they're playing. We appreciate you, man. Hopefully uh, call us back next week, all right? All right. Thank you, and have a nice day. All right, you too. Uh, here I, it is. Seven years. Seven years. It. January 2014. January 2014. Yeah. We give Jay Cutler seven-year deal. $124 million. That's a lot of right? money. That's in money. January. In April. We go and get Cal Fuller. Oh. Right? Knowing we need a quarterback. Here's the problem. And I think he misinterpreted what I was saying. We always say, who else? That's like dating somebody, knowing you don't want to be with them, but because you don't have somebody in the backup position, ready to take that slot, you stay with them. That's not how you run a business. That's not how you run an organization. What is to be done inevitably needs to be done quickly. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be done anyway, get it over now. Go get it over with right now. They should have done that in 2014. Phil Emery should have never re-signed Jay Cutler. They should have said we're getting a young quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr went 30th. Jimmy Garoppolo went in the 60s of that draft. So you can't tell me there weren't any quarterbacks there. There were. They didn't draft any. They didn't draft any. They so that, haven't drafted any. So that's the problem. So when that's we the look, problem. When we look at teams. So what position are they in now? They're in the, they're in the position. They're in the same that, position same they were position. in 2014. It's, Get rid of Jay Cutler and, and they, draft a young quarterback. And if they would have done that. Unless we, they're about to go and give a bag, a duffel bag to no. Jimmy Garoppolo, which based upon what, two games in a system in New England where everybody But you wouldn't have to do good? that. If that was the case, you already had you scouted him already. You wouldn't have to give him a bag. So what are they going to tell it, us his, about this? Think draft. about his con- but think about his contract right now. You wouldn't have to go give him a a, a bag because he'd still be playing on. He'd be on rookie, your squad, developed, developed, ready to roll with a rookie deal with still on his rookie deal. 
Now, in order to get him on this roster, now you got to give the him Eastern a, Illinois connection. You got to give him a bag, duffel bag, maybe with the Eastern Illinois discount. I doubt it. I doubt it. But that's the problem. And we we keep talking about this though. It, it we're it, you just laid it out. We're in this situation because of that draft. Think about where we'd be in 2014 if this team had a quarterback that was in the waiting of development right now. Now that, that process is pushed up another two to three years. I mean, I'm not going to say it's very rare, but I, we're starting to see it now that you get a quarterback that comes in that can play right away. Still, though, I mean, it's, I, I'm not going to say that, that that's going to happen. I feel like you've got to give somebody a little bit of time. I hope, I hope that excuse is not going to be used by the Chicago Bears this year. Well, there's no – Because, I mean, trust me. You can't. There are quarterbacks to draft. There's quarterbacks in the to upcoming draft. Upcoming draft. Yes, and I, depending on what you like, there is whatever you need. And we talked about this last week. Yes, not last week, but last time we were together. The way the NFL is constructed now, it is constructed to be a quarterback league. Yes, and to allow young quarterbacks to come in and be successful. Young quarterbacks come in and throw for four thousand yards. Cam Newton did it. Jameis Winston did it. Matt Flynn did it. That's the league. What are the Bears waiting on? Can't wait. When was the last time Jay Cutler threw for 4,000? You have rookies. Carson Wentz is probably going to throw for 4,000. You got rookies doing it. Rookies. What's it called? Paxton Lynch came in and showed he could throw. Look beautiful. I'm like, dude, there's no drop-off. But all the best teams in the NFL are getting quarterbacks every single year. They're drafting quarterbacks. And no disrespect to Connor Shaw. No disrespect. But I'm saying, but listen, but yeah. I'm saying even the best quarterbacks, the best quarterbacks that we look at in this league, those teams are drafting quarterbacks. What's taking so long? And college football even more in the NFL today. If you have a quarterback, there is absolutely nothing defenses can do. If you have that guy, you have to. I'm talking about a leader, an efficient player, a smart player. It's it's everything. And somebody now. that can, man. Listen, God, let's, throw let's the be, beam. Let's let's let's. Hey, let's be real, right? Throw the laser. When Jay came, put in, it on point. Hey, we watched two kids Saturday night. I don't want to get off topic. I saw two kids Saturday night that I truly believe are going to revolutionize the NFL when they get here, especially the kid. I don't know how that kid got out of Florida. I Every state school in Florida should be like two scholarships should be taken away until he graduates. I don't know. There's no way he should have gotten out of Florida. To Louisville? Nah. I don't get for who. Which one do you take though? For who? Which one do you take if you had your if you had your chance? This year? Yeah, like well, this year. Well, one's only eligible this year. But if you were saying if both if of them both, were in both the draft, were, yeah. Watson, because he's thicker. See all that running around? It's it's cool in college. I know how fast you are. But even Mike Vick got caught eventually. And Vick was no joke. He was no joke. And Vick was a big was a big, was a big dude. But once they figured out where to blitz him from, yeah, how tough. to impact his game, it's tough. being slightly built, or 
Or if you want to see another guy too, man, you can just go to the U, you know. They want they want Kai to stay one more year though. Kai is along the line of second, third round. He's in that Deshaun Kaiser yeah. discussion. Nice pocket passer. Yeah. That Walton kid, but we're getting up. Yeah, we getting we getting yeah. too crazy. But anyway, you know, I um real quick though, before we get out, I know everybody's still watching, having a good time. Um We'll play Indianapolis next week. They'll be coming back. They sh- should be very tired. They should be very tired. Coming from overseas. They Their don't week know- is out of whack. They have no clue what they're doing. They struggle against the run. They struggle against the pass. So this Andrew Luck is the only weapon they have on offense. Take T.Y. Hilton out of the game. They don't have the same tight ends they used to have I to might. hurt you down the middle of the field. Bears fans. Bears fans. You should be two and three. Yep, we'll see what happens. After next you should be two and three. I want to give a shout out to um Bears defense. I, I thank you. Shout out to the Bears defense. The Bears defense definitely needs to get they some type have of been credit. Verbally punished. Beat down by us, media and fans alike. Beat down. And they came out and, and the performance they came out against the second ranked offensive team in the NFL being the Detroit Lions. Hey, and I got to give credit. I got to give credit where credit's due. There is something there's something brewing back there in in that defensive backfield, man. Look, man. You called Jacoby Glenn about 3 weeks ago. I Jacoby Glenn has been I'm telling you, Tracy dude. Ford made the pro bowl. You called Jacoby Glenn about 3 weeks ago. You know how I feel about I DeAndre told Bush. you about DeAndre Hall. Yes. DeAndre Watching him Hull. in the preseason. Deion Bush has just been hurt. Just been hurt, but still. Bryce Callahan. Bryce Callahan. Balled yesterday. Balled out. And one of the dogs that we saw in the preseason that's on the practice squad, we can't forget about our guy, Bosby. Oh, yeah. Dog competes on the practice squad. So the depth that they're building up. Say it. The depth that they're building up. Tell them. In the secondary. Tell them. You can laugh at the secondary right now, but once they get healthy and those youngsters up front begin to blossom, and then you get that back end right and have depth, this is what we're talking about. Ryan Pace has a vision. Be patient. Just be patient. Be patient. I'm, I'm kind of upset, honestly. I'm kind of upset they're winning games. I know. people. I'm upset. To, I mean, you. I get it, but I think this is what I envisioned – this season being was kind of like yesterday of seeing this team being in close games and figuring out ways to be able to win it. I think this Bears team is in a totally different situation and they're totally different if you add some of the pieces that are gone. Because you watch a guy like Jarrell Freeman play. Awesome. He is awesome. Awesome. And the experience, this, this is one other thing. I have to give you credit from watching the tape before the draft on this kid. But the Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. Yo. Very physical. He's a physical dude. He's being developed. I like the depth he gives them when Trevathan comes back. Yes. Timu, he listen, He missed a couple of tackles yesterday that, that he should have had. That's going to happen. Big play down big the red play. zone. Yes. Big play. And just to see, this is what you want. This, this is exactly what you want. You want these young guys to be in there. So anybody that said, why do we have all these youngsters playing? It's for what you saw yesterday. Yeah. Now these youngsters are getting more time playing, man. 
So long term, you have something. Where this this organization needs they're building on something. You can give up on them if you want to, but I love seeing these young guys play because this is what you have to do to get better because you're building through the draft. Yeah. And then you add pieces through free agency. It just you know what's happening what's happened? The luck hasn't been there for them with some of these guys that have been here. And that's, a, that's a health issue. It's health, that's it's, a health it's issue. what happens during football, man. It's the that's reason it's, it's the reason why the game is so physical. We see guys getting injured all the time. It happens. But we knew this team didn't have a lot of depth. You. If you're Ryan Pace, John Fox. Yeah. Do you pretty much just tell McPhee, look, be cool. Get healthy. If if to me, yes. Because it's probably what I would have done for Pernell McPhee last season. I think I don't think you would have been able to do that because I think he really wanted to show that he was I know worth he won I know he wanted contract. to show, but that last that that the and last he is games, one of those leaders. I know, but the last four games when you already know things are just sit him down. Sit him down. Sit him down. Yeah. I think that's a big reason why he is the way he is right now. I, the, the, it needs been an issue. It's been an issue. Before he even came here, it was an issue. So it became more of an issue when you're trying to go on it and you're playing really for nothing. I know you're playing for yourself and respect. You want to show, like, D- D- I'm that guy. Dude, we saw you were that guy in the first, like, three games. We know you're that guy. But to build for longevity, you want him for the long haul? Right now, why do it? For what? For for what? If you really, if you believe your vision and your goal is three years, three years, and you can, you're gonna build up to be respectable by that time. Plus, you're giving these young guys some opportunity to play. Yeah, why do it? I, I, you already have. You, that's the one position that you actually had depth at, right? Yeah. I mean, you got Lamar Houston going down, but still, I mean, it gives depth. This went to tie a bow on this man. Will Sutton was great yesterday. Guys, I need opportunity, man. Guys just need opportunity. And Jarrell said it yesterday after uh, after the game when I walked up. He said, you know, to watch these young guys play and for me to be a, kind of an old head and tell these guys, like, you know, showing them how we do things, I think that's what – that's what is it, it's more, it, it makes me happy to see that you have a guy like him on that defense because he plays. Yeah, Jarrell Freeman is going to end up being the the Rizzo of the Chicago Bears. Yeah, he's going to be that veteran guy that suffered, but he got to play with and watch the development of these young kids and how great they are. And in two years. He's going to have the same smile. Because people didn't have faith that in That Anthony Rizzo has. The same smile. Same smile. People, look, you can see Kevin White. You see the promise. Brian Hoyer comes in in the Philadelphia game after Cutler goes out and immediately targets him. Kevin White is targeted three times. Two receptions. He gets better in Dallas with Hoyer. He gets better yesterday with Hoyer before the ankle injury. And hopefully that comes out to be something that's just two or three weeks. Ankle sprain, maybe sore ligaments, something. I don't want any bone breaks because he's had, he's dealt with that already and that reoccurrence wouldn't be good. But you can see Jordan Howard. You see it. Cody Whitehair. You see it. We talk about Leno. This was a project guy that they believed in. They threw him at left tackle. He's getting better. 
you see it. Yeah, he's going to lose some battles against Whitney Merciless, That's a, what, against Jadavian Clown. It happens. It happens. But you see he's getting better. That defensive backfield, you they're getting better. You see it. Leonard Floyd, he has to get stronger. He's not even a full year here he ha- in the organization. And he's playing reps that he was never meant to play because Pernell McPhee is supposed to be there. Yeah. He'll get bigger and stronger. He'll get bigger and stronger. This team will gel. Be patient. That's all I need right there, man. We appreciate you guys for tuning in to Down and Distance, the Bears edition here on WGNRadio.com. Check out DAD Pod on Twitter. Also, SD2Mics on Twitter from my man Sean Davis. I'm at Peyton Sun, P A Y T O N S U N. Man, hopefully next week, Sean, when I get back from Indy, um, Monday we'll get a chance to talk about. Uh, Later another, on in the week. Another Bears win. Later on in the week, I think I want everybody to understand we need to do some film work on jordan howard all right let's do some film work to really explain because you went through this at the u and you also went through this at tennessee people need to understand why he's really good at being patient and what it means to hit your your destination point at the right speed all right listen watching that kid was yesterday was a joy I got to see him live yesterday. It was a joy, and the talk you had with him at training. Camp. I'm gonna walk, and I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna rap with him on Thursday a little bit more. Some things that I'm seeing in his game that I want him to be conscious of that I see that I know defensive coordinators are seeing as well. Yeah, just to kind of tighten give him, that ball up a little bit. You know, dude, he's so strong. Yeah. So hey, as always, we appreciate you guys. As always, we were here. Now we're gonna check us out next week, same time, same channel. Peace.